guys, here's the pre-show banter. Communism is taking over Timberwolves Twitter. I can't believe it. Yeah, for real. You really started that shit. <laughs> it's a movement. You lit the match, It's, it's a freaking movement. Let's get into it. Buckle up, hotties. It's time to talk some hoops. Welcome to Crunch Wears No Pants with Brandon, Nate, and Jordan. What's poppin', panty people? Welcome to Crunch Wears No Pants. We are proudly the bosses of the hoops department of PullTapSports.com, and we are exclusively draped up and dripped out in Unreal lamb chops, and we smell like Duke Cannon. I don't want to even bury the lead, guys. No banter about communism. We can save that for later. We can save that for the vibes. But we have a long-storied guest, almost as storied as Jonah and NetGlow, probably the third most storied future guest on the pod. And it's finally the Mount Rushmore, the Mount Rushmore of storied <laughs> <Easy>. future guests. <laughs> Easy. We're making good on our progress, uh, on our promises. 16 months later, let's welcome to the show. Everyone's favorite TikToker, Wolves Hot Box Scores, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in this bitch. Yeah. Dude, Thank you, guys. Solomon you is here. Solomon, Solomon is here. Wolves Hot Box Scores. I know your name. You told us off mic. Do you want to reveal your name for the people? This is what they're tuning in for. Is yeah, your exactly. Name. For anyone who gives a fuck, my name is Kai. So. So, Kai, thank you for taking uh, <laughs> gives a fuck. Thank you for joining us on the Tuesday before Thanksgiving to <laughs> chat about the Timberwolves. Uh, we have prepared a segment for you called the Hot Box Hot Seat. We just did the first question, which is, is your name Solomon? That's a no. I'm just going to delete that off the uh, delete that off the show sheet. Brandon, do you want to start us off with the, the Hot Box Hot Seat so we get to know our guests and get into the vibes? All right. I will get us started. Um, so this is a question we ask all of our guests. Uh, describe yourself as a basketball player. And if you can give yourself like an NBA comp, that's always helpful, too. OK, um, I have said that I have the build of like a six foot Jared Sollinger. So like okay. I kind of have like the, I kind of have like the mom arms kind of thing going on. Like I'm using a lot of of booty, you know, in the paint, you know. I also um, have said I have Deshaun Nick's body, so somewhere in between there. My game, <laughs> okay. respect. My game, oh, I like to pass. So I'm kind of maybe maybe Andre Miller. Okay, Ooh, hell got yeah. another Wolves communist on the pod. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about this when I was when we were coming up with the questions, and I came up with basketball comps for Jally and Durf too. <gasps> I would love to. You've only seen me play for one and a half games, and then you played in college. Is it Draymond? <laughs> is it Draymond for Jally because he hits the Jally's player comp is Jaden McDaniels because he broke his hand punched punching wall. the wall. <laughs> This is actually a thing, by the way. He was in our rec league and he broke his hand punching. He missed the like, we're in like an elementary uh, gym and there's like the padded walls and he missed it and hit the wood above it. Oh, no. That's a terrible look. Yeah, dude, in, a re- yeah. in a rec league game? Yeah, yeah. bro. The other team was yeah. talking in shit. In an adult, in an adult, like we're 29 and 30 year olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was, this was two years ago. <laughs> Durf, we had to do the hockey sub because I immediately came out the game and you just immediately. Ran they didn't even blow the whistle. I just went in for you because you came back clutching. <laughs> oh, God. Um, who's, but uh, who's but actually, comp? Jally, your comp, your comp is actually Boris Diaw in line with the, with the court vision. You're oh. big. You're not a, you're not a very nimble fellow. Thank but, you. You've, well, got I really... the, you've got the saucy passing. Thank you. Thank you. And what's, what's Durf, 
is Durfis Gorgie Jang before he learned how to shoot three pointers. So Amazing. like he's he's got the post game. He's guarding. He's a little clumsy, but in like a really effective way. Nice. Nice. All right, I love it. Back and to- I'm an overall good dude. You're, yeah. you're a great. Overall I think that's good guy. People that's love a, playing. Your name means the old one. That's so yeah, sick. yeah. Durf, I'm taking the. I'm taking. I'm going to go down to the third one. Um, Kai, what was or is the worst Wolves take you ever had? Like, are you still holding on to it, or Ooh. was it a historical one? I got to know the the worst oh, thing you ever sure. uttered on the mic or to a friend about the Timberwolves on the mic or friend. It could be a private thing too. Oh my god, bro. I mean, I've been pretty I've hated on this team a lot like this summer coming into this, coming into this season. I hated on the team a lot. I was a pretty big believer in Jared Culver. I um one time Rashad McCants walked past me and he smelled like apples and cinnamon and that was my guy for about 4 years. So that <laughs> That's all it takes. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so, that, and I told that, everyone that Rashad McCann smells delicious, and that was my guy. <laughs> That's a great take, dude. Um, Jally's a Rashad McCann's truther. I am because there's that I one am, half. I have season. his jersey. Yeah, I do you remember that guy? Like that half season where under McHale, where he was kind of hooping, like he looked. Yeah, like, I was He's ready nice. for it. Uh, we gotta know: Are you actually stoned when you record? Do you, Do you smoke before you do your your hot box? I mean, I live my life, bro. I I just live my life. So if that happens to happen, then the answer is 100% of the time, yes. That's what's up. That's what's up. Okay. I got to take you into the behind the scenes of our our planning call. So I'm a firm believer that when anyone smokes, they turn into a certain animal. And Kai, you give me duck vibes. Like you turn into a duck. No. (laughs) Duck. Why? Cause your your eyes get low and like your mouth comes out a little bit, so it's like a it's like a bill. You're like a duck, bro. No, <laughs> no chance that the next video he's not gonna be super yeah. self. Yeah, dude, you didn't approach duck. You, you just ruined my entire thing, bro. Ducks are awesome. Are you serious? I guess yeah. They fly right. and they swim. They're Jelly the definitely pilot. means this as a compliment, but yeah. I can understand how you miss how this <laughs> yeah, does not seem like be, it. How could you be offended by this? I just said the nicest thing. You're in like, <laughs> rare air. It's like loons. Ducks and penguins, the big three of birds, in my opinion. And, yeah, those, yeah, yeah. and they're I'll aquatic. The okay. big three of birds. What about eagles? Are you not a patriot? Wow, okay. Jordan. Here, okay. Clearly not. thought you fun, loved this country. Fun fact. Well, no, I'm a communist. Uh, fun fact. <laughs> my most patriotic take is that eagles are so badass, dude. And we did a great job with the, with the national You didn't bird. even put them on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, but okay. We'll put loons ahead of them. Yeah, oh no, there's still space for one more. But I think I might put emu at four because it's <laughs> large and flightless. It's like it's like the do duo of like real world stuff. Um, Great we're loons. Yeah, we're okay. Uh, Brandon, back to you for the the hot box hot seat. This segment where this show's <laughs> fuck. We can tell that this is before Thanksgiving. Like, there's not much to talk about. We just recorded. <laughs> Let's go deep on birds. Three days ago. <laughs> all right, who's your least favorite wolf of all time? Ooh, man, Cole Aldridge is probably up there. I kind of hated that dude. Why? Um, uh, I don't know, bro. He just kind of looks like a fucking dumbass. But um, I also am not really a fan of Randy Foy. Bro, I saw like with quarter Foy, dude. I saw him brick so many fucking game winners. I'm like, all right, I'm done going to games and he mm-hmm. plays for the Wolves. So. Yeah, my favorite Randy, Randy Foy. Foy thing. My favorite Randy Foy thing was that 
he was a part of like the worst era of Wolves basketball ever. And Tom Hanneman dubbed him fourth quarter Foy after he had like one good fourth quarter. So like every game they'd be going into the, the fourth quarter down by like 35 and Tom Hanneman would be like, and we'll see if the Wolves and fourth quarter Foy can make a game out of this one. <laughs> oh God. Dark times. Um, Kai. What parts of modern basketball get you super amped and which aspects do you openly despise? I feel, mm. like, I feel like just like the ethics of modern hoops is such a hot topic and that's always trending and like causing a ruckus. I want to know what you love. And what you I, the number one thing I fucking hate. I don't really know if this is modern hoops, but these small point guards that like stop and make Jade McDaniels run into them from behind. Mm-hmm. I hate that shit. That's like the lowest level of basketball to me. Um, what I like, um, I mean, I don't know. He has I no guess. answer. I fucking actually yeah, hate basketball. basketball. <laughs> it's the worst. I don't know, dude. Like, if you listen to my videos, like, and my girlfriend always says, it's like, I talk about basketball for about 15 seconds. And the rest is like me making fun of people's faces and shit. So like, I don't know. Threes. I like threes. That's, that's kind of just being a fan of the NBA though. It's right. mostly just shit talking people. I'm going to push back on that guy. I think you are. I, and I, I tweeted this because I was emotional. I was like, what a, what a great bit. What a good guy. But like, yeah. yeah, you're like, yeah, you're funny. But also I think, you know, you see the game in a very concise and I think you articulate, uh, you see the game in a concise and simple way. And you explain advanced concepts about like footwork and like the game plan in a very good way, which is why I recommend everyone follow at wolves, Hotbox scores on TikTok and Twitter, just because yeah, you're going to laugh. You're going to have a good time. Even if, even if like the game sucked, you're gonna have a good time, but also you're gonna learn something about the game. So don't well, no, no negative self talk on the show, bro. I don't like dude, it. I, don't. I have um like I take notes during the game. This is from October tenth, um, two thousand twenty one. Wolves versus Pacers. Okay. So like, bro, I'm just like writing down bullshit that I see constantly and then say it on video. So I appreciate the the kind words, but you know, no, it's 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 good shit. It's good shit. Mm-hmm. Um. Derf, take the take the second to last one. Um, what would you? So, what brought you into Wolves fandom? Like, what was your? What was the magnet? What, yeah, like what was the what was the team like when you started being a fan? And like, what was the magnetism for you? Well, I guess it was bad. The most of yeah. the teams have been bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, one of the things I'm thankful for uh, is kind of the reason why I like, got into the Wolves. So I'll save that. But oh, um, a tease. Yeah. But, um, so I was born in 97. So like I was seven when AG won the MVP and I don't know, I just grew up in St. Paul, Minneapolis. And, uh, my mom, I don't know, my mom and dad both like basketball. So they introduced it to me early and I was going to the Timberwolves, uh, basketball camps at Concordia university and shit growing up. Nice. So like, yeah, I've just, ever since I can remember, I've loved the wolves. That's a real one. I do. I remember, uh, I remember going to Perkins on a Tuesday because kids ate free on Tuesdays at Perkins. And my stepdad broke the news to me that KG won MVP and it was like the greatest day of my life. So always love the wolves. Yeah. Was this still when I can't remember where they discontinued this, but they had like the little video game systems. You could play like Sonic the Hedgehog on and they had like the clown that would make you like a little wiener dog. Oh. The, the handheld uh, Sega Genesis. Yeah, dude, that, that yeah. was awesome. It that was, was like, it was the switch before think, the switch was the switch. 
This was not my experience at the Bemidji Perkins growing up. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry that that happened, Brandon. Um, I, I assure you, you missed out on some core memories. Me, my dad, and my sister playing Sega, coloring with crayons, splitting pie. Oh, what a time! Um, last one, Kai, and then we're gonna jump. Actually, I I have an impromptu one. What inspired the hot the hot box? Do we talk about this? What it, not only we did. What inspired the hot box scores um, video format? So follow. I have mentioned this before, and um, but it was Dane Moore, um, and he was talking like pre-draft about how he kind of wanted us to take a Lamelo, and I needed like I just needed to say some shit. So like even before I started Wolves Hot Box Scores, like I had like this awful awful channel that like probably got like two or three views and i was ranting about how i needed to take ant and then i don't i don't really know what really inspired me just one day i'm like dude i watch every fucking game let's start recording this shit and uh yeah that was kind of it I, we needed early we ant truther that's great yeah I was mm-hmm. not an early Andrew. Were you a Lamelo guy, Brandon? I forgot. Or were you James yeah. White? I was a Lamelo guy pre-draft. I was immediately sold on Ant though after we drafted him, and in the Marnie Gellner interview when he was talking about getting his dogs, and he said he really wanted a lion, but he didn't have a house for lions. And that <laughs> at that from that moment forward, I was Bold. all in on Ant. Yeah, that'll do it. Um, we should do a Crunch Wears No Pants guest showdown. Where get, like Chalanga, Kai, Dane. Frank Garza, and we just let him duke it out with opinions and see, see <laughs> just <who> fight. Needs <laughs> Frank Garza, bro. I don't know if Dane you heard versus the Frank Garza Kai, Lamelo versus Ant, dude. Lamelo versus Frank Garza. Um, Brandon, you want to handle the last one? <laughs> okay, and then the last question. Back to your your basketball playing career. Uh, what's your proudest basketball playing moment? Man, I did play a little bit of college, so I would maybe <gasps> say that. But hang on, um, expound. Yeah. I mean, it was it wasn't that big of a deal, but it's a big I did deal. play. I did play college basketball. Um, damn, I kind of went off against uh, Creighton Durham Hall my senior year, mm. and um, my ex girlfriend <laughs> went there, so they were chanting her name the entire game, <laughs> and um, we ended up losing like overtime. But I went off, so that might be that might be up there. Damn, what, empty stats. What? Carl Anthony. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that is the hot box hot seat, Kai. Thank you for indulging us and in, in, in prying about your personal life and trying to dox you, which unsu- unsucceeded. It was not successful because you stood your ground. Unsucceeded? Unsu- dude, I don't know, man. Whatever. <laughs> it was a long day at work. Uh, we got to talk about the freaking Minnesota Timberwolves, dude, because I'm starting to get anxious for reasons. So I posit the question, how are the vibes? recent circumstances, right? We're 10 and three, number one in the West. Jaden's hurt. Cat's still awesome. The vibes are through the roof. Rudy's a part of the locker room. Um, Communism is taking over Wolves Twitter, like we talked about. Uh, It's just absolutely insane. I'm going to kick off the vibe segment. Do you guys mind? Go for it. My, My personal vibes are I'm nervous. I'm enjoying it. I'm doing my best to be present in the moment. Okay. But like, and I hate to be classic Minnesota sports fan. I think this is like really like boring talking points to be like, oh, well, the twins lost down the Vikings lost down the wolf. But like, nothing gold can stay. It feels very much like the outsiders. And I'm just like, when, and I don't want to com- completely rehash this because the CND NBA show, shout out to them. They just did like a whole wonderful podcast articulating this better than I ever could. 
Um, but I did a great job like expressing how I feel, which is just I am so anxious all the time. Like, when will the old wolves show up? But at the, at the same time, like in the Pelicans game, I was like, yeah, they're going to win this. They're going to figure it out. Like everyone seems so composed and professional. Um, it just it stresses me out. Does that make any sense? I'm just stressed. No, it makes total sense. Kai, what are your thoughts about my my anxiety? Should I chill? Or what's that? No, I feel you. I'm kind of like a naturally negative person as well. And like when you're watching all these games, like you just kind of naturally become critical. But yeah, I mean, same. Like for all the reasons you said, we're, we're cold. We're definitely legit. Our defense with Rudy is, it seems like it's just never not going to be good. Every game we're going to be clamping, but I don't know. Why, why are you nervous? Like, is there anything that makes you like any player that makes you nervous? Like, are you worried about them getting hurt? Because like, I, as long as they're all on the court, they're going to be good. Most of it is like it's, it's injuries. It's like, is Cat going to get re-injured? Is Cat going to yeah. regress back to like his emotional state? But he's showing some really promising signs of just like uh, maturity and like getting it together. Like he's going to he's going to relapse a little bit. Like during the Knicks game, he relapsed, even though the whistle was horrendous. Like he 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 regressed a little bit and was complaining. With fans agreeing with him, which was really kind of badass. If you ask me, like he was like joking with fans underneath the hoop. I'm like that's kind of sick, bro. Like that's kind of hot. Um, I'm gonna just rant about this. I put some notes in the show sheet about that. But I was watching Cat's Twitch stream today, and I've watched a couple of them just because it's like you know, even when you have a basketball player of his caliber is openly talking about stuff, I I want to watch it. And even like the stream, he felt different and more mature than like past games or, or past streams I've seen where he's just like talking shit, trying to big himself up. Whereas in this stream, he was just watching highlights and breaking down games and he, like some things I noticed. And they, this makes me feel better. Like whenever he talked about Rudy and Ant, he would, ju- he just lit up about how great they were. He said like, Rudy makes things so much easier. Like fans just don't see how easy he makes things work. I'm like, Oh shit. Whenever he talked about Anthony Edwards, he talked to him like a god. He goes, that's Ant Edwards. You can't stop him. Nine and a half out of ten times, he's going to get to the rim, and that other half, he's going to the line. So whatever. I'm going to pass to Ant every time. I love that matchup. He's going to he's gonna cook. Um, he also said that Gordon Hayward and Dirk Nowitzki taught him everything he knows. <laughs> like, what a weird, what a weird two inspiration. <laughs> he was like, he's like, yeah, uh, I got, he's like, I got to lock in on my on my 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 one legged like fadeaway. Like I got that from Dirk. Gordon Hayward had me lock in on that. I'm like, <laughs> I need to know Cat's hoops influences because I I expect <laughs> Dirk, but Gordon Hayward. I'm like, uh. and yeah, the I Dirk want- one makes a lot of sense. Like his game is like very reminiscent of like what Dirk would have been if he had been like born 10 years later. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the Gordon Hayward one is weird. I'm like, remember, remember prime Gordon Hayward before he kind of became like a, a rallying cry for <laughs> racist NBA fans. He was so sick. <laughs> yeah, but he, he was good, but I don't view Gordon Hayward and Carl Anthony Towns as like similar archetype of players. No, no, but like cats also kind of like unarchetypable. Like he's not like he he's a big that plays like a three, but whatever. Um, meantime, I'm kind of I'm monopolizing the vibe segment. But all in all, it was really fun to hear Cat like in a mature space talking about ball, the things he thinks about when he gets the ball. He's like he's like yeah, so this could happen, this could happen, or this could happen, and this happened. So I went for the home run. There's Mike Conley. Yeah, bite bite. I'm like hell yeah, Cat. You're the fucking shit, dude. Like Cat's vibes when they're good. This goes back to your theory, Brandon, about how Cat sends the vibes. And we're just like through the roof and he was he was like kind of clowning himself like yeah valentuna's got me here like i thought i had the block but he just clowned me i'm like it's just fun to see that i wish Ant had a stream i wish slow-mo had a stream but all in all my 
to go back to your question, Kai, I'm just nervous because like it's a long season and I'm trying not to overreact because there's going to be they might lose two games in a row. They might lose four. And that's fine. Uh, I'm worried about injuries and I'm worried about like I'm also just worried about the discourse. Does that make sense? I'm just puking right now. I haven't talked this much during the vibe segment it's ever. So like, I'm worried about just like the national media and how they're going to talk about things, which I shouldn't let it bother me. Who but, gives a fuck? I know. I'm trying to unlearn I, that. They don't, like, they don't watch the games. I know, but, like, well, but what they say about the games impacts like, you know, it, it, it does impact personnel moves. Like the, the yeah, Knicks always like plug in like the cat trade, the cat trade. Like it's like it might fucking happen just because they plug it so much. And it just pisses me off. But all in all, Again, that's just me letting it out. This is just this is a new thing today. I felt this way. Otherwise, like I've I've I've, been, I've done a good job like fighting off the spirits of negativity. I'm I'm enjoying having. It does not team. seem like you've done a good job fighting <laughs> off the spirits of negativity. They're nine and one in their last ten games. No, I, no but you're I, like I, I'm terrified. No. Okay, let me rephrase <laughs> it then. Seven minutes later, let me rephrase it. I'm having so much fun and I'm enjoying this so much that I am petrified of like <laughs> losing uh, it. Yeah, because it's foreign to me. I've cheered for a five, uh, you know, a five hundred-ish Wolves team, and you, I know it's gonna have. I, I expect the stuff like all oh, that happens. I, I've cheered for bad Wolves teams. I haven't cheered for an elite Wolves team in 20 years. So it's like I don't have that. Mu- I didn't have that muscle when I was 10. Like <laughs> I didn't know how to. And, you know, it's like a different type of hoops experience. So, so all in all, my vibes are actually through the roof. But I'm just nervous about like, does it come down? Are we a Pelicans or are we a Nuggets? And I think we're on the Nuggets side of things. But it, it's just like I'm still being caught. I'm trying to be cautious and control myself um i'm gonna stop talking kai how are your vibes what's going on i mean shit, it, it's uh it's extremely dope right now it's still really early in the season so yeah i kind of have that anxiety too but kind of said before this year like i'm just gonna enjoy it we got ant we got Jaden, we got cat looking like a all-star rudy gobert is the hottest foreign sex symbol in America right now. He's just fucking killing it. And Those I mean, like washboard abs, dude. Yeah, dude. The I mean, body. Yeah, I mean, Luca Garza is fucking GQ modeling it up. On the don't have to tell me twice. His yeah, outfits are crazy. The Garza yeah. steez is nuts. I can't yeah. believe it. Um, everything's good. I mean, Chris Finch is dope. Like, I freaked out after the Hawks game, but like, I feel like that's warranted. Like. And we have so much trauma from years past. Like, I don't know. I'm just excited to watch this team. Every game, every regular season game is like the most excited I've been to watch a regular season game. This next uh, game against the Sixers is going to be amazing. So, I mean, I'm chilling, man. I'm just enjoying it. I'm hoping for ethical Embiid and not bitch Embiid. I really he's want to be falling all over the place. He's always falling all over the place. No, but like the early, like last season, first half of the season, he was like hooping like he used to without like flopping and gaming it. And I was like, yeah, Joel, like the, you know, it's Troel and he's, he's crushing it. I, I like Joel and B when he's not engaging in fuckery. You know, you know, though, when we're up by 20 at half, he's going to start flopping all over the place and he's going to revert. Right. Yeah, yeah. Which is frustrating. Uh, Durf, how are your vibes? Um, I'm probably not going to say anything original because uh, I, I I I think I fall probably somewhere in between you guys. Uh, like I well, I actually I, I think I that's original. With, that's a new that's a new perspective. Kai. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's you not like derp to that's not like derp to stow the line right in the middle of us. Yeah. Um, well, the, you know, you picked both sides, so uh, there's nowhere else to fall. But um, I probably align more with more with Kai. Um, 
I am trying to enjoy it and not think too negatively or like get too anxious about it because it's a long season and Did I kill the vibes of the episode by spewing my anxiety all over the pod. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it kind of sucked. Maybe you, you killed start the vibes over? by we just maybe you killed the vibes it? by having the anxiety speech be forty five minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> the not, on the recording, it'll only be like ninety seconds. I swear, unless yeah, I'm he's going to cut all of it. Um, like, um, but it's yeah, one yeah. a.m. right now. <laughs> I, I think uh, I, I'm really enjoying it. I, I was saying the other day, like it, it's wild to me because it feels like we're doing to other teams what. This, like whenever we play the Sixers and it's just like we're constantly it's always a 20 point game like it doesn't matter like we go on a run and we cut it to 20 but that's about where it stops so it feels like we're just kind of dominating um, and yeah it's just fun it feels like we're built for success it feels like the moves that we saw on paper being good are actually turning out um, and yeah it is fun to see this is just like a to- like a totally different side of cat that we haven't seen before um, and we know that it's because we're winning like obviously there's some development there too but um this is what cat is like when we have a good sustainable team so it's really fun to see that's true um, like, yeah I, they're through the roof man they're, this isn't this is this is an original i think a lot of people on twitter have been picking this up but like this is the first time i think brandon you might have said this and i heard dane say it and everyone said it now but it's like this is the first time cat hasn't had to play perfect basketball for the wolves to have a chance like he yeah, can, yeah. So that was on dane's show okay yeah, and I just think that's such an awesome insight because, like, I I reject the I don't know if you guys saw this, but communism is taking over Wolf's Twitter. I reject the <laughs> ants team, cats team, uh, conversation. It is their team. Um, so I think well, there's think, just no other team like there's n- no other team like in the world where they have this debate where it's like, can there be a second best player who's also good? Yeah, and it's like, like, and like every giant market team is like. Can we get a fifth Hall of Famer in the starting lineup? And everyone's oh, like, God. "This is going to be amazing." But like to that point, though, I, I just I just love the way, and we've talked about this like last season all the time. But like Ant Cat have a great two man game. It's fun to have two offensive juggernauts like that that can get you points and trudge through the mud. Like there's you know Cat's been doing it the last couple of games. Ant's been winning us games earlier in the season. And like this this version of Ant right now is what I expected. Like slug like if if Cat disappears during big games. And Ant disappears during small games, and we have both of them. It feels like a great recipe to win a lot of games, dude. I really um, think the Ant disappearing thing is like being overstated. I think the expectations on him have gotten like so high that he let he let our team in rebounds, assists, and points true. last night. And everyone's like, "Man, tough game from Ant." And he was true. getting We're double small. teamed the entire fucking yeah. game. And he learned how to pass out of it, dude. Like he's passing to people. What the hell? Um, Panty Nation member Lila at Lila five five four eight tweeted this. Um, and Brandon, I want to throw this at you because you. Th- are the sample size stat- statistician fun fact in 13 games cat and rudy gobert have played over half the minutes 279 that they played together over the entire 22 23 season 529 due to towns's injury the starting five have played almost double the minutes 133 they played together last season which was 75 um so like the small sample size of like of good shit appears to be real. Uh, so I'll throw it to you, Brandon. How are your vibes? The show's all over the place. This is gonna be a mess to edit. I'm so pissed at myself for doing this. <laughs> like two hours. Um, you know, we're living in truly unprecedented times. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It's the vibes are good, but it's kind of like a there's like in 
talking like with your anxiety thing, there's really like nowhere to go but down. And it's like part of like the vibes being really good is like the ride to the top. And now they've just kind of like, I don't ever want to get like tired of winning, nor do I think we should. You're going to get tired of winning. We're going to win so much. You're going to say, Mr. President, no, no, no. But it's too much winning. But like, it would be stupid to say like, I'm getting tired of winning because I'm a Minnesota Timberwolves fan and they've won 10 games. But I think the thing is like, like I said this, they're nine and one in their last 10 games. So they have won. They have lost one game since the blown lead against Atlanta. And that game was against Phoenix in like the most forgivable fashion imaginable. Second half of like a super emotional back to back. So they've really gone like basically three full weeks without having like what could be reasonably considered a negative result. So I think that kind of probably plays into your anxiety that like basically nothing, basically nothing bad has happened outside of Jaden rolling his ankle last night in the last like three weeks. And I think like as Wolves fans, we're kind of conditioned to expect the other shoe to drop a little bit. Once again, like to your anxiety point. And, you know, it kind of felt that way in their last, in like three of the most recent games, like that second Warriors game really felt like, oh, here we go. Same old Wolves, but they came back and they won it. You know, the Pelicans game kind of felt the same way, but they came back and they won it. The Knicks game, even though they ended up winning that one, kind of going away, like early in the first half of that one, it felt like kind of a classic Wolves game where the first half we like thoroughly outplayed them. But then you look at the scoreboard and they're only up by two and you're like, here comes Julius Randle, 28% three-point shooter. He's going to hit six threes in the second half against us and we're going to have like squandered this opportunity. But they came out and they just like dominated the third quarter and then won that one going away. So I think the thing like, if I can mitigate your anxiety. Oh, you are. um, I think the thing is like, we should expect it. Like at some point they're going to lose a disappointing game. Like that is, that is going to happen. But I think they've reached the point now where they've earned the benefit of the doubt to do that a few times before we really like hammer them for being the same old wolves. Like, I think they've answered the bell enough to this point that like we went over it on our last show. Like I'm, I believe in this team a lot. I think the foundation of the defense is fantastic. I think Carl Anthony towns was the, the key to our ceiling. And now he's playing like an all-star and Anthony Edwards. It feels like there's like another, even another level he can get to. So I'm really bullish on this team. And I think that they've played well enough to this point to, like I said, they've, they've earned a couple like, bad losses here and there it's just that they you can't just like you can't let those things like compile upon themselves you know it's like if like you said they're gonna lose two games in a row they might lose four games in a row they're probably too good to for us to be accepting four game losing streaks like they're sorry old habits die hard my bad if they lose if they lose four games in a row that's like cause for concern they're too good for that and then to like your injury question you can't sure, and it's just what it is. Sure, an injury could like throw a huge monkey wrench into it, but they're not at any bigger injury risk than any other team is. Yeah. Um, I mean, the one like scary thing is like the the door behind Mike Conley is very scary for this team, and he's like the thirty six year old point guard, but 
they basically just don't have another point guard on the roster. Um, but, you know, they're probably going to add a point guard come trade deadline, or maybe Jordan McLaughlin will be back, or maybe Mike Conley just doesn't get hurt because that's completely random and luck-based. Because um, God is real, and it's not happening. So how dare you even utter those words? I want to pause you pause you for a second, because you were mentioning like the strengths of Carl Anthony Towns and how that's uh, such a huge aspect of the, of the Wolves' success. Kai... Um, first couple hot box scores of the season, some preseason um, Carl Anthony Towns slander, which I understand. I, I reached my 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 limit a little bit with the emotionality of Cat, but um, I need to. Are, are you are you ready to embrace Carl again? And like, are you ready to? Are, are you believing it? Or are you kind of skeptical? Where are you at with Cat? Because we're we've been very pro Cat recently, and I know you got sick of us always, sick of Wolves Twitter in general, like not saying anything bad about him. So I want to know your thoughts on 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 the the web of nuance that is Carl Anthony Towns' existence as a basketball well, player. I'll, I'll say this that I didn't like. I wish that I could just enjoy Carl Anthony Towns. So I didn't really like hate on people for being positive about it, but um. I mean, that's just the thing. Like, it's his talent has never been a question. Like, he should. He has the ability to score twenty five, have eight assists, and twelve rebounds every night. It's just, I mean, even like you said, like we saw last night, he just kind of gets in these in his head and like these modes where he's trying to like prove to everyone else that he's not tweaking and himself. And it's like, so I mean, yes, I'm very happy that he's playing well. Um, he's in the best possible situation of his career, and yeah, he like he was in the worst possible situation for an NBA star for the first eight years of his career. So like, I get that his like you know basketball arc has been you know hasn't been the greatest, but yeah, I'm I'm a Timberwolves fan, so of course I love watching you know ball out. He's playing great. Um, seems to be having fun on the court. It's just the him freaking out, acting like a toddler. It's just, it's just annoying. Like, dude, you're cold as fuck. You're one, we're one of the coolest people on earth. You're an all-star NBA player. Just stop acting weird as fuck. And then I'll like you. That's kind of it. How, what do you need to see? It could be seasons worth of, of performance. I would like to just know what is the, cause even though I'm, I, I'll, I think Cat's my favorite player. I don't know if that's because that's me being a contrarian and quadrupling down on again, national media. That affects me more than it ever has to. But for you, someone more rational and can separate their emotions from their brain, for you, Kai, what will it take to believe that this is – or I guess what, what will it take for Cat to overcome that in your mind? Is it All-NBA this season? Is it two? Is it like a, well, we'll see at the end of his career? Like, what's the threshold? To like forget about the last three seasons of emotionality. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's just like us winning. And like last night, we were up by twenty when he started kind of acting strange, and it didn't really matter. So I mean, as long as we're winning, and you know, he's happy for his teammates and a good teammate and stuff. Like, I don't like I don't give a fuck that much. Like, just. Like win, win games, winning yes. games, all. and I don't yes, mean to, I don't mean to pro, like, I don't mean to project cat hater energy onto you. I just think um, you're a rational person, and I appreciate yeah. your perspective. And that, like he's so easy to make fun of that. Like I like making fun of him, and like the past couple of months, it's just like it's gotten kind of old making fun of him because it's like, dude, just come on, you're so cold, you're so good at fucking basketball, just stay in the game and stop, you know, acting like that. But um, 
Yeah. I mean, what it takes for me, like, I don't know. I mean, if he could play well in the playoffs, then that, then it's kind of like blank slate. Then it's kind of like, all right, Carlton Towns is good as fuck. And I'm here to support him. So. I was hoping you'd be like, I need to see a Larry O'Brien trophy <laughs> hoisted above Mayor Jacob Fry's stupid little face. Um, oh, I had a follow-up question. Fuck. What was it? Um, Oh, Wait. it was about the it was about the refs because the refs were just horrendous on both sides. Uh, Knicks yeah. and Timberwolves yesterday. So, like I mentioned in the show earlier, Cat um, and like some fans were like bitching about the refs. It was fun to see like that interaction. And then at one point, like those fans were talking, and the ref like turned stared down the fans like bro you really think you're the main character of this i've never seen i've never <laughs> seen a ref like act up like that like jordan die right courtside lamb chops shout out ad read coming um he talks shit to all these refs and like scott foster loves it ed malloy loves it like and they, they they say cool stuff funny stuff back but like this weird slicked back uh What's the mm. what Durf? What's the I think you should leave slicked slick back back here. Sloppy you think snakes. that was slicked back? That was, that was pushed, pushed back. back. No, it, this ref had slicked back hair, sloppy stakes of Trufani's, the whole thing. It was horrible. And it just, it, it just pissed me off. Um, is there anything else we want to talk about in vibes or do we want to talk about thankfulness? I think we should talk about thankfulness. I think we should move on to thankfulness. The so, vibes dragged out for a really long time yeah. because Jally gave us a two hour long speech about how anxious he is about the next God, wolves. He wrote games. that whole thing down. He was reading off a script. I'm so sorry. I sunk the episode. <laughs> I'm going to listen back to that. Like, you fucking idiot. Why'd you do that? He's going to cut wolves, the whole nine thing. One in their last 10 games. Jelly. I'm terrified. They're never going to win again. <laughs> I'm not used to this guys. All right. So in the spirit of I'm Thanksgiving, I'm not used to winning basketball games. <laughs> I'm scared of how much basketball we're winning. Um, I can't watch a basketball game without a big pour of wine. That's honestly <laughs> that's honestly what I'm turning into. So we're going to just do basketball things we're thankful for. Will this bit be endearing? Will it be hilarious? Who's to say what's going to happen? So we're just going to go around and share things that we've, we, we think we're thankful for. So Kai, as the guest of honor here, start us off with your number one. And, and if you have one or a billion, that's fine. We'll go around until we're all done. All right. Um, for my first one, one of the horniest guys in Wolves history, my Gerson Rosas. You're thankful for that. Yes. Tell me. Tell well, me I'm not thankful for his, words. yeah, I'm not thankful for his horniest, but he was oh, horny. He was, he was kind of, yes. And so was I, but he was kind of amazing at his job. Drafted and, and Jaden mm-hmm. drafted Jarrett Culver, who I saw at the target um in nicollet mall and he had starbucks in his hand and he was wearing jeans and i was like oh no How do you this dude's about to, <laughs> this dude's about to fucking suck i don't know i didn't get that close okay, okay. but i don't think he smelled that good Probably. um did draft culver which was terrible traded him and wancho for pat bev amazing Decent. amazing he, also, he tried to get garland he attempted right which doesn't yeah, really but anyway, make can... any fucking sense but yeah whatever yeah, yeah. Um, but if they had he, gotten Garland, yeah, that would have been nice. Um, but and then he traded for a bunch of dudes, then traded them again for Rudy Gobert. Oh, not not he didn't, but the guys he traded for ended up going to get uh Gobert. So just want to shout out the horny man himself, Gerson Rosas. I'm thankful for you, the horny man himself. Just the just the trade to get Ricky and Jaden McDaniels. Get Ricky back and get Jaden. That's enough for me. That's my big two. That's all I needed. 
Can I can I go next because yes. I have a horny person I'm thankful for too. Oh, I, you're gonna take it. I thought Kai yeah. was I thought Kai was gonna take <laughs> take mine, but I am also thankful for another horny member of the of Wolves culture. We're Wolves so Brazil. Tell, talk to him, Brandon. Tell me about it. Tell me about Wolves, Wolves Brazil. I, I tweeted this. Um one of the best parts about how awesome the Wolves are this year is we just get a front row seat to Wolves Brazil just like going deep in their bag of amazing, weird, horny Wolves videos. It's nuts. We, the- we have a GQ article written about, about that account that is just on undiscovered territory brandon i think you're pandering just because you got twenty thousand likes on a tweet about wolves brazil so you're kind of pandering to but, our south american market for social no media but i said cloud and that really makes me sad because over no, i said that because i tweeted it i didn't think i was going to get a bunch of likes on that tweet but i tweeted that beforehand now you know i saw someone tweet though a few i saw someone tweet a couple games ago at like one of the wolves brazil posts they just quote tweeted it and they said this is our light the beam <laughs> <laughs> that's so great uh yeah shout out to timberwolves brazil um i just can't wait to see what happens when we advance to the second round it's gonna be a porn it's gonna be like it's, another, it's gonna be a full two-hour porn I'm worried. There's another great quote tweet where they were like, I live every day in fear of what Wolves Brazil will tweet (laughs) if the Wolves win the NBA championship. Okay. This will have to be censored. It might be like it it might be full blown. I mean, they've borderline already done it. Like that's like like, some of this stuff's been tweeted out. He's toe in the line. All right. Uh, What are you thankful for? I was gonna take I was gonna take Tim Rolls Brazil as my thankfulness pick, uh, but because you just took it, I'm gonna take um probably what you would go with next, and that's Mike Conley. Because Mike Conley Mike Conley is the to quote back the perfect man. Um he's everything we all wish we could be and more. Um and he's steadied the ship and we owe him more than we could ever give him. I have a, I have a note in my, uh, whatever prep for this. And I called him Mike. I wish he was my stepdad. (laughs) He would do, he's such a great stepdad. I don't know what it is about good beards, but good beards just radiate stepdad energy. Like my stepdad had a great beard. I don't know if your stepdad had a great beard. Did he? Uh, It was average, I guess. Oh my God. (laughs) slander. Mike Uh, Conley's not the stepdad. He's the dad that stepped stepped up. up. (laughs) Classic. I yeah, Durf, do you have anything else? About, um, I just I, I saw him at the we went to the first Vikings game of the season and I saw him. He was wearing a Mike Conley Vikings jersey number eleven. It was beautiful. I or eat number that 10. shit up. I eat uh, that whenever there's a a player wearing a customized version. Oh wait, hang on. So you like customized? Jerseys, it's his, but I get a customized a jersey. I'm the worst person. If he I'm, had put his Twitter handle on there, Durf would have been out. I would, yeah, it's, I would have. It's talking to a brick wall with you guys. It's a yeah, it's whatever. For, anyway, to reduce I walked my past taxable him. income. I walked past him. I didn't want to disrupt him. He's with family time holding this kid, and I just said, "Thank you for your service." And he turned to me and he gave me just a glowing smile, and it lit me up. It made me feel like everything was going to be okay, and I think that's just carried on to this day. So I love the idea of like of of saying that joke like this close to Veterans Day. <laughs> like, thank you for your service. I'll say it to Mike Conley, but not an actual soldier. <laughs> you fucking woke prude, dude. Um, okay, I. I'm thankful for Wolves Twitter. And this, I'm going to do a sappy one. This isn't funny. This is real. Um, Kai, Wolves hot box scores. Boy links. Holly, Greta, Tira, Functional Moron, C&D NBA show, Aaron, Reed, Jenna, Neglo, Jonah, Jake Scraps, all of them. It's crazy to think about like 
we I talk to these people numerous times a week and I love them dearly. I consider them friends. Is that weird? I've never met Angie and Anna from the boy links, but I talk to them all the time. If I saw them, I could just go chat with them and it would be cool seeing Kai. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Kai. We DM and we chat about hoops and shit. And I know it's good vibes. Um, I think it's a really unique thing. I think I ranted about this a couple episodes ago, but it's like for so long, that's all we had was the community and the, the fact that we get to like revel in like victory makes me scared but also it's like it's really fun to fucking do that with like online friend i'm really interrogating like online friendships and i, I really want to like read like actual like scholar studies about communities like this that are tight-knit where there's like a shared language there's shared memes um trauma bonding yeah the bo- yeah, well, trauma you're... bonding but also like success bonding um and i think it's really really special and i've met some really cool people and like like Chilanga, like that's a dude I talk to all the freaking time now. And I just, I love the work. I love the content. I love what everyone's putting out. Like it's also good and fun. And Kai, you said this, it's like, it makes a Wolves fan fun. Like being, it makes being a Wolf Wolves fan fun year round. And that's just like a really, it's a really cool thing. And I don't go to church anymore. So this is my church. <laughs> um, that was but like sappy. I. Did I kill no, the vibes I think, again by being real? No, God, yeah, I, think that's a great, I think that's a great one. And I agree, like, sometimes sometimes I, like, have to DVR the game because I'm, like, doing something at game time. And it really, like, feels like I'm missing out when I'm not able to watch the game live and, like, participate in the conversation mm-hmm. on Twitter. Like, that's a huge part of Wolves games. For yeah, we have a we have a group don't, chat don't. of it's it, it's us three and a few other friends, but it is like live reacting to everything. And I'm sure like this is not uncommon. Don't but like, don't double it, up on the sap- sappiness. Let's just be fine. Well, we're going in, dude. This is well, little, no. I'm sick of you don't have twice. You don't have a monopoly on sappiness. <laughs> Apparently, I do this episode. You don't get to shit. be the only emotional one. You're not cat, okay? You're right. Um, <laughs> nice. I want to be emotional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had that one too. It's fun. We all That's love cute. each other, and it's great. Okay, okay. I'll do a funny one just to see if I can save myself. I'm gonna go back to back. Jordan Poole. I'm thankful for him. What a guy. <laughs> I don't know what's happening when he has the ball, but I go. Hell yeah, something awesome or weird's gonna happen. Or when he's rolling it up the court. I can't believe it. When he's not on or against your team, he makes basketball so much fun. If it was five on five, five Jordan Pools versus five Jordan Pools, basketball would be perfect. I am so thankful for it. I'm also Draymond. I'm especially thankful. (laughs) And one Draymond. Um, I love the side by side of like Jordan Poole, like press day at Golden State, and he looks like fresh cut, super hot, like in like the nice, the gold and blue, and then like media day at the Wizards, and like his hair is growing out, the beard's unkept, he looks like he looks depressed. And I'm like, this is the funniest shit I've ever seen, dude. Like, it's just so, it's just hilarious. I'm thankful for Jordan Poole and the drama and entertainment he brings into my life. Okay, is that better, guys? Not serious or like not something Amazing. serious, something funny. All right, cool. I'm glad we're back great. on track. Thanks, Kai. Brandon, what do you got? Um, well, Durf thinks he stole the Mike Conley take, but I am going to smuggle another Mike Conley thankfulness into the show. I am thankful for the stupidity of the Lakers front office who could have pulled off the heist of the century by trading Russell Westbrook for Jared Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley, Nikhil Alexander Walker and Mike Conley. But they inexplicably added draft picks so that they could get D'Angelo Russell instead of Mike Conley. And yeah, not. 
what were they doing? Because like Mike Conley and Lakers would be super duper cold. He would um, be- think about how awesome like the Lakers in that like playoff run just like swap Mike Conley in for D'Angelo Russell, and they might have they might have won the finals. No, I well, I think the Nuggets still take them just because yeah, to that's true. That roster was crazy, but uh, it would have been closer. Uh, <laughs> it definitely would have been. <laughs> uh, but like, fuck, bro, that's so stupid. Uh, anything else you want to say about the Lakers front office? Okay, let's let's sidebar. I thought the Lakers were going to be good. I really was. I I was I was buying Rehatamur. I drank the Kool Aid too. I they're they're okay. But I mean, like seven or six, they're relying so heavily on LeBron James right now. Like, it's terrifying that they're like our 39 year old is playing 39 minutes a game because no one else can score. I like how LeBron crazy what happens "Hmm." when Austin Reeves doesn't get like the white power whistle uh, Mm. season. Um, isn't it crazy how like every year it's like LeBron is the oldest person to do this stat? And look at like the next like like oh who's number two? It was LeBron last year. It was like the oldest. He's person the old, He's not the. He's the oldest player in the NBA right now. It, okay, let's have an honest conversation about it. Let's go full NBA. Is he still top fifteen? Top ten? I think. He Hell is. yeah, yes, he is. Okay, the Lakers are above okay. five hundred, and he's their best player. I'm okay. I'm glad we all agree about this. Have you guys seen that meme where it's like it's like the teenage mutant ninja turtles, and it's like LeBron with like Brandon Ingram and D'Lo, and then it's like <laughs> and then like and then it's like the next one. It's like LeBron is still young, but then uh, Anthony Davis is um, the the rat who's old, and like Splinter. LeBron yeah, is helping Master Splinter. I'm gonna post that. I, I hate describing memes on the pod, but that shit's hilarious. All right, Kai, what's the what's your number two thankful thing is it super emotional and touching please bail me out please ruin the episode no lie because i didn't know this is all basketball so no lie the next thing i was going to talk about is white chocolate covered pretzels but i will go for it dude talk about it let's hear actually they're just fantastic dude they're you'd think that milk chocolate ones are better but the white chocolate ones are better they're amazing they're a great post work snack um, if you get the Greek yogurt ones, you mm. think you're eating healthy, but you're not. So I just kind of wanted to shout them out real quick. White chocolate covered pretzels is fantastic. That's funny that you uh, bring that up right after we talk a little bit about Austin Reeves. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> can I actually, um, can I actually go on to my next one? Because Do it. that was very quick. Yeah. Okay. So this is, um, this is kind of my introduction really to like going to Timberwolves games. Um, I want to shout out, and I'm thankful for hot guys that play sports. Okay. Hot guys that play sports? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because um, my mom started to take me to Timberwolves games because she wanted to hook up with Michael Olawa Candy. Was, and he, that, was, was he hot like that? No. My mom likes dudes that kind of look like they stink. <laughs> like like Lenny Kravitz and like shit like that. Like Lou Michael Robinson. Michael Olo Candy does kind of look like Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of Joakim Noah. Like that's kind of her. Oh name. yeah, yeah. Holy yeah. shit. I yeah, know, so, okay. Hang on. Um, Kai. I had no yeah. idea Michael Olo Candy was actually kind of hot. Because I just remember him being like kind of like a bumbling, like failed yeah, number one pick. Dude, and <laughs> and he looks yeah. so much like Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Hold on. Oh wow. Wow. <laughs> I didn't I can't believe you rock my world that example yeah. was like a perfect one for one match. 
can't believe all the candy is actually a baddie, bro. This is actually rocking my world, Kai. What the hell? All yeah, right. All yeah, right, he is baddie. Um, and you know, I had that knowledge, and I applied it with my girlfriend as well. Like, I know her types. I'm talking about this is Devin Booker, like he went to the Kentucky, <laughs> you know, all this type of shit, you know. And now she's into it. She's like, man, Devin Booker isn't playing as well lately. She's all brain. I brainwashed my girlfriend. So, um. Jordan Clarkson. She loves Jordan Clarkson. I mentioned that a couple of videos ago. But, yeah, I just want to shout out the hot guys that play sports because I think with our significant others, I think that might be, like, at least 40 to 50% of the reason why they actually watch sports with us because they think the guys are hot. And it makes us makes it okay that we watch every game. So, shout out yeah. the hot guys. Shout out the hot guys. Um, I was a D'Angelo Russell defender, and then my wife started talking a little bit too much about D'Angelo Russell. I said, <laughs> nah, we can't talk about D'Angelo Russell anymore. <laughs> And then he started getting blown up on too many screens. If, if, <laughs> I, can't, couple, if I can't talk about uh, Harrison Dula's animated body, you can't talk about D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> found a couple of D'Lo jerseys laying around the house that didn't belong to you. I'm I bought two D'Angelo Russell jerseys because I'm progressive okay. and confident in myself. Uh, she heard that. I'm going to have to pay. I'm going to pay for that in like 30 minutes when we're done. Um, Durf, what do you got? What are you thankful for? Um. I'm also thankful for white chocolate covered pretzels. Um, but I'm also thankful for um, white chocolate dipped Oreos. Have you had those? <gasps> yes. Dude, no. holiday stay. They're slap, so good. Slap. So they're so good, dude. Um, but I'm going to say glue girl. I'm really thankful for, for glue girl. Mm, expound on um, that. I, I miss glue those. girl. Yeah. I feel like she is, um, she's the only, <laughs> she's the only one in my life that's never let me down. You know what I mean? Like she's just she's oh, God, um, listens. Yeah, you you're married. <laughs> I stand by what I said. Nate, Tira. your wife your wife was a finalist Tira, for Panty Nation member of the yeah. year, dude. This is yeah, Tira's great. I don't know what we're talking about here. <laughs> she's let she's let me she let me down one time. All right. Goo girl. Jally 100%. and I seem to be more pro Durf's wife than Durf's. <laughs> Bro, Tira's one of the most important people of my life. She met she helped me meet my wife. How dare you, yeah, Durf? Yeah. Tira, I defend your honor. On the pod. Okay, but Glue Girl's batting a thousand. That's all I'm saying. Tears batting ninety nine. Glue Girl is nine hundred ninety nine. Um. Well, no, she got arrested. That's a defeat inherently. No, undefeated for the Wolves. Yeah. Oh, like a martyr. She's, okay. She's two well and done. Yeah. Well played. Um. I am thankful for the classic edition jerseys. We needed them. We needed a nice reset. We needed a nice. Uh, a, a jersey that everyone could agree on. We needed something. There's always a Timberwolves take, right? Ants team, cats a bitch, bleh, toxic, toxic, toxic discourse. But you know what's not toxic? Those classic edition jerseys. And I'm just so thankful that I get to buy that merch. Jally was just... Jally was just too tired of defending horrendous, hideous jerseys online. They were not... <laughs> They, which what which ones were horrendous? I don't want to relitigate this. Last year's were fine. There there was a lot of people wearing them yesterday, and they guess what? They still had hot outfits. They assembled it. They ran with the theme. The the best dare I say the best outfits were using that jersey because that jersey has a color palette that opens you up to more outfits. Whatever. Yeah, they're not they're not Timberwolves jerseys because they're not the Timberwolves colors. They, yes, they are. You didn't, you didn't read the press release. I know. I don't. We're not going to relitigate a year long debate. Um, can I say? Can I say something quick? Yes, kind of. You're on this, the I might I might lose some followers or something, but that's fine. I, I don't really like the. I, I hate the Prince jerseys. 
<gasps> You're, you just gained a fan in Brandon. Oh, Beck, Beck and you I are going to be best friends. I don't hate the Prince jerseys. I thought Beck, we overdid Prince night. Beck hates Prince. <laughs> he just avidly hates Prince. So The um, year we did the Prince jerseys, we had like 20 Prince nights that season. Like It was half the games. The great, I'm not, not a fan. Of the jerseys or Prince? Uh, Prince is cool, but uh, I... I don't know if it's because of how much people love them. It makes me like it less, but I just, uh, I don't like them. I don't I, like them. I relate so. to the contrarianism. Yeah. Um, is it just like the, is it just like the purple and like the, like just like, is it just too much princey? Is it like, is it, it a just looks, thing? I don't, I don't know the exact science behind it, but I just do not like it. Brandon, what's your disdain? Maybe you can help Kai find some words here. <laughs> I don't. So I like the jerseys. Like, I think the jerseys look good. My whole thing was that it was just like we overdid it on Prince a little bit. Like we were honoring Prince after Prince died for like five years. Like we were still in mourning <laughs> and it was like every other home game was Prince night. And it was like. Well, like, can we maybe have one night be Timberwolves night? <laughs> well, the mistake was, or not the mistake, but like, it, it's it's hard because you wear the jerseys. It has to be Prince night. You can't really wear the jerseys without it being Prince mm. night because they're That's directly not true. tied. We don't, every night wasn't Bob Dylan night last last year during don't, the Bob Dylan. Don't trigger, <laughs> don't trigger me, dude. Those leaks piss me off so much. Um, all right, well, I just mean like when you when you tie your horse to that. Like when it's like these are the Prince jerseys. Well, then it's Prince. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see the issue. Cool purple's a cool color. The font is cool. Prince has bangers. Also, guys, when when the when the when the final buzzer rings out through Target Center in Game Seven in the NBA Finals, and they hit the dearly beloved, that shit's gonna go crazy. When the, when Let's Go, Let's go crazy, crazy plays after yeah. we secure the NBA final, I'm gonna. Just, there's gonna be a photo taken by David Sherman of me just crying in the concourse, just a full or ascending <laughs> to heaven like Elijah, dude. Um, have you guys thought about that? Because I've played that moment in my head like a billion times. No, I figured you were too negative to think about that. I'm, this yeah, is why I'm, I'm surprised so you think they're gonna win another game. Yeah. <laughs> I, this is why I'm so negative because I'm scared that if I don't get to see the vision of me at Target Center during a NBA Finals game that they win. And then let's go crazy plays and I cry and I ascend to heaven and that's the end of my life. Um, Ty, what are you thankful for? Where's Besides- Jordan today? Oh yeah. He, he's, he just, I don't he know. Actually, he lifted he into the sky. He what a way to yeah. go though. Yeah. <laughs> like, bye Lily. See you in 80 years. Um, Ty, what are you thankful for? Do you have any more? Um, yeah, I have like six more, but I'm just going to do like let's, rapid, let's, fire. Yeah, rapid fire. Yeah, rattle mouth. So cute dogs. Love a yep. cute dog. I mean, it's just great. Crispy chicken sandwiches. Yes. Saw that uh, everyone got one last night. Super dope. Uh, shout um, out to Dylan from the CND NBA show. We love taking money from the homophobes, baby. Free Chick-fil-A is totally cool. <laughs> like, you can go, it's ethical. Um, my memories of playing PlayStation 2. I'm very thankful for that. Ooh. Addendum question. I forgot to ask you this. What do you, in your opinion, what is the best basketball video game mm, i would have to go um say i might say i might say nba live 2005 because yes. of the, because of the mc nice. light uh is intro. that carmelo anthony on the cover 2005 the, yeah. the first year with the dunk contest yeah Ooh. the dunk contest was ridiculous um and then really my last one well i had air conditioning and i also had jim pete jim pete's mm. a go our jim I mean, pete's great <laughs> We talk about like 
I just hate the national guys. And when they talk about the Timberwolves uh, lately, they've been really positive about them, but it's like, we have so many dope local guys, Jim Pete, Michael Grady, Dane Moore, uh, John Krasinski. They're all just so dope. And Jim Pete might be my favorite out of all of them. So just a shout out to Jim Pete. I love how yeah. expert our commentators are, but I also love how Homer they get sometimes. Like Jim Pete goes mm-hmm. down a deep wolves, like apologist sometimes. And he goes, oh, that's unbelievable. I can't believe they get away with that. We always deal with this. I'm like, yeah, Jim, talk that talk, bro. Spread but he it. also like, he also is like not afraid to like hold like guys accountable mm-hmm. when he's like, yeah. you can't be doing that. What are we doing? Like right. you need to have your emotions in check. I don't know. I watch, I watch a lot of league pass and like, it's real hit or miss on some of these local announcers. Like some of them are real hard to listen to. And like Grady and Jim Pete is like experts. Maybe I'm a Homer, but nah, they're great. There's no one better. If, if anyone's at, there might be people as good, but there's no one better. I'm going to add on to your, to your exasperation, Brandon. When like, when he like criticizes our guys, I like how he goes, he always like gets away from the mic and goes, Oh, you can't be doing that. Like you can hear him like actually like it's so away. pissed about like cat hooking. Like why mm-hmm. does he keep doing that? And he's like, you hear him like <laughs> getting away from the microphone. Um, Derp, you want to rattle through your remainders? Um, or do you not have any left? Are you not thankful for very much? Or are you just a, no, it's just grateful? blue girl in my Conley. All right, That's cool. Uh, Luca Garza, extra passes. Um, I said Wolf cool. Twitter as a community. This podcast and all the friends that we've made as a result. Oh, just a, maybe just it wasn't the time. maybe the real podcast was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> they're called listeners, Brandon. <laughs> hey, maybe silly. they're just listeners they're to you. They're my friends. Yeah, what are you I'm doing? I'm such a bitch. That was such a mean joke. Cutting it. Um, sick. All right, do we want to try? I have one more. Okay, I have one more. What is it, Brandon? This is going long. I'm. I'm thankful that people smarter than me are running the wolves uh, because I was real adamant all off season, similar to Kai that I did not believe in the vision of this team Uh, on multiple occasions. I advocated for trading both Carl Anthony towns and Rudy Gobert. And I'm very glad we did not do that. Especially glad we did not trade Carl Anthony towns for scoot Henderson who through 15 games looks like he's not a very good NBA player. (laughs) Um, Tim Connolly came and sat by a guy close to us yesterday, and I thought to myself, I'm so sorry, dude. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So I hope he <laughs> understands. Um, all right. All right. Let's let Kai go. Let's let's oh let's wrap God. things up. Random here. wolf of the week. That's what I was saying. I'm saying we gotta we got we have, okay. Let's 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 land the plane with random, random wolf, wolf of, of the, the week. week. Oh, wow. Wow. This is a one-of-a-kind bit that we've been doing from the inception of the podcast where we guess Random Wolves. Kai, as our esteemed and honored guest, you get the first guess of Random Wolf of the Week. Any any wolf you could possibly conceive. Mike Miller. <gasps> That's a good guess. Mike Miller cool. is incorrect. Mm. So, That's right, Brandon. Hit number one. Number one. Number one. He was the number one overall recruit in his high school graduating class, according to the basketball reference RSCI rankings. So it's got to be a good hooper. Um, are we fine with saying Andrew Wiggins? As a, as a unit? Nasri. Yes. Let's do Andrew Wiggins. Just keep- Andrew Wiggins is incorrect. No. And number two, though he was the number one recruit, he was not selected first overall. That honor belongs to former Wolf, Anthony Bennett. Oh, okay, so look at Ooh. that. 2006 draft? Is this, is this um, Shabazz? 
Let's do it. I'm aligned with Shabazz. Yeah. Shabazz Mohammed is correct. Wow. Oh, Kai. Second Dude, hint Kai. guess from Kai. That's that the might quickest be the we've ever gotten. Got, yeah. What are your other yeah, guesses? I, I think it is too. The other hints, uh, hint number three was he was a college teammate of current wolf and perfect man, Kyle Anderson. Hint number four was he played all but 11 of his career games for the Minnesota Timberwolves. And hint number five was he scored a career high 35 points in the largest upset in Timberwolves history. Was it the Golden the 73 and 9 Golden yeah. State? Oh, they beat game. the Golden State Warriors in overtime. Shabazz dropped 35. <laughs> I was I was also a Shabazz truther. I really, I really wanted him to be good. And if someone has a Shabazz Muhammad jersey, XL, please. I was let so me know. mad when we drafted him. Was that the was do you know that the who, do you know who trade? was drafted? Do you know who was drafted right after Shabazz Muhammad? Who? Giannis. Was it Giannis? Giannis onto the group? Yeah. Well, wow. and the wolves were the wolves were kind of hot on Giannis, but they wanted someone who could contribute right away. <laughs> God. Who can Which, fault to them? Be fair, though, you know, in hindsight, Shabazz they made was the a right better call. rookie than Giannis was. Well, that so they were me. right about wanting an early contributor. <laughs> That makes me sleep so much better. Well, one time. Let's give it up for Kai. Thank you, Wolves Hotbox Scores, for joining the pod. We really appreciate your time. We'll have to have you back when I'm not in the emo, anxious uh, mood. Uh, next no, time when the Wolves are bad, we got to have you on. <laughs> yeah, He'll seriously. be telling you how awesome they are. Um, Kai, plug where people can find you real quick, where they can follow your stuff. Well, first, let me say this. I've been a fan of the pod for a minute, man. Thank you so much for having me on. Cause I started my videos on TikTok, and I listened to your pod and you were talking about your favorite Twitter accounts. And I'm like, bro, I need to be posting on Twitter. I need to uh, be out there. So you're a big reason why I started posting on Twitter and shit. So thank you so much. Um, but yeah, Wolves have box scores on Twitter and uh, TikTok. I react to every game. So follow me. Yes, sir. And uh, let's see what else is there. Oh, yeah. Make sure you follow our pod at No Pants Crunch, Twitter and TikTok and Instagram. Make sure you buy Unreal and Lamb Chops and freaking do cannon when you need to smell good. What other things do I plug? PullTapSports.com. Make it your homepage. And am I missing anything? Rate and review, rate and review the pod. Oh, that's right. Five stars right, yeah. or one stars. Stand on it. If you're going to you say, say something, something, stand on it. Yes, sir. And also, hmm, am I missing anything? Oh, yeah. If you're driving recklessly in a residential neighborhood, get fucked. All right. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. I'm really no, mad. I'm not very relaxed. I Durf, do you want to take us through this Mad Lib real quick? Let's burn through this because we said this would be an hour and we're already over. Mostly because I was yeah, so yeah. negative and sad and scared. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. So I wrote a short story today. No chat GPT. This is just my creative brain working. We'll this is us going organic. Works. We're back. This is just organic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so we're going to start this out. It's like it's a Mad Lib, right? So I wrote a story and there are adjective verbs, players, whatever. So I'm going to ask you guys for certain prompts i'm going to put them in and then i will read the story and we'll see how so this rolls just out. doing one story all together it's yeah. one yeah it's just one story okay. so i have highlighted prompts i'm just going to go through them and ask you guys and fill them in so bear with me while i do that and then i will read 
All right. This is our Mad Lib uh, with all of the prompts that were given in the last 45 minutes that it took to get them. (laughs) A A crisp fall Thanksgiving day has arrived in Minnesota and all the Timberwolves have come to coach Chris Finch's home to enjoy a lovely white chocolate pretzels dinner. Each player prepared a special dish, dish for the meal. Deshaun Nix brought Raising Cane's. Luca Garza prepared a bowl of Jimmy's Dips. Lu- Rudy Gobert contributed a tray of, of Philly cheese steaks. The Wolves gathered around the table to say a blessing and dig in. Just as Coach Finch began to speak, a loud noise came from outside. What was that? shouted Rudy Gobert. Could it be blowing a 20-point lead against the Memphis Grizzlies in the playoffs? <laughs> Okay. But before anyone else could speak, uh, before anyone else could speak, running through the wall screaming, give me your money, was <laughs> uh, was former Wolves coach Rick Adelman. What the hell, guys? Why didn't you guys invite me? He grunted furiously. Sheepishly, sheepishly the players tried to divert eye contact from the now steaming ex-head coach. Well, you see, coach, we didn't want to offend you, but we couldn't invite you back after what happened last year, um, after the cracking your knuckles incident, explained Mike Conley. What? Explained uh, or exclaimed Rick Adelman. This is so unfair. I never would have cracked my knuckles if it weren't for uh, having bad breath, having had bad breath, began. uh, uh, Yeah. where are we? Rick Rick began yelling rap or running around yelling ow and oh yeah hell yeah <laughs> L- listen Rick like, it wasn't actually the cracking your knuckles why we didn't invite you last year Leonard Miller spoke up it's because you hurt us not only did you hurt the team you also hurt the fans not just because you lost games but because you traded a you traded Juancho Hernan Gomez for Jared Culver. You drafted Johnny Flynn, and you only won 24 games during your time in Minnesota, which is inexcusable. Do you do you guys really think that? I guess I never really considered the impact my decisions had on such a macro level. Damn, I really am sorry for those mistakes. I shouldn't have done those things. Would you guys ever forgive me? Rick Adelman apologized. Coach Finch speaks up. Guys, this is your Thanksgiving meal. What do you think? The players huddled up. Faint whispers and a few gasps were let out before the players only huddle broke. Mike Conley, elected spokesperson, announced that Rick Adelman can stay, but on one condition. He must eat olives and tuna casserole for his meal, and he can only eat it in the furnace room along with Lou Amundsen and Alexi Shved. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Oh, and one more thing. He must do so while watching D'Lo play basketball. (laughs) to atone for his missteps. <laughs> Adelman trudges outside. Thankful he gets to stay, but sad about his punishment. The meal resumes. The players finish eating, reminiscing about the time the time they traded Andrew Wiggins for D'Lo and taking turns expressing how thankful they are for being amazing this basketball season and how the team expects to win at least 69 games this season. The evening concluded, the team went on to win exactly 69 games, and everyone eventually was elected into the Hall of Fame. Wow. The end. Wow. Amazing. Fantastic. I, we really miss an opportunity with chronic <laughs> masturbation. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so so if we were <laughs> if we were to go back to that line um he wasn't masturbation he wasn't invited back rick edelman wasn't invited back to thanksgiving after chronically masturbating at the table (laughs) we needed it well that's who hasn't been there i love our addiction to narrative-based bits and how just (laughs) slow burn they can be sometimes (laughs) um 